0: Prudent Money with Bob Brooks is sponsored by the
1: Prudent Money Foundation on 91.3.
0: Well, how do you know when the right time is to sell your car? Today, we're going to take a look. Stay tuned for the special Car Corner edition of Prudent Money. Bob Brooks, and you are listening to the special Car Corner edition of Prudent Money. Tony Joe's here with me as he is every uh, every Friday. <laughs> Was it Thursday or Friday? Friday, yes, Friday. To take your Car Corner question. Let's questions. see, the
1: government shuts down tomorrow. At mid- yeah, this must be Friday.
0: I think, you know, well, we we'll, won't we'll get off on that rabbit trail. one 913 5357 if you've got a question for Tony Joe... Uh, we would love to hear it uh, so you can give us a call, one eight seven seven nine one three fifty three fifty seven. You know what I said the other day was that I think the government will run better if they were shut down.
1: I, I believe this administration would. I, I think if they shut down some of the bigger sections of it, like, you know, let's just say the executive branch, I think it would <laughs> run a lot better.
0: What a mess! That, that's just all I got to say. You know, there's just there's so many problems. Well, let me say Smith there's more problems than usual. But uh, let's let's talk about kind of get people caught up because I, you know I was thinking about this uh, prior to you coming in today. Is that the United Auto Workers? This strike is. I don't think that they've really reported much about it in the in the media, or or they, it's un, it's underreported in the in the media, and uh, you know this is one of those things that can really kind of spiral out of control, and I guess from a, you, I mean you're more in touch with this than I am, but I, I guess from from my standpoint uh, outside outside looking in that uh, this can cause some pretty major supply chain-type scenarios and uh, can really uh, d- develop into a big problem.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, the ripple effect is what yeah, you're okay, going to see. Yeah, that's and what I'm trying to say. I will tell you right now, Bob, the, and everybody listening, you know, this is getting serious now. And I know it's not being widely reported, and even if it was – I am not of the mindset that most people are paying attention to it like I am. Why is that? Well, they're not – a lot of people don't have any vested interest in it yet. They go on with their lives, and they're not mechanics, and they're not supposed to be, uh, you know, concerned about it like I am because it will directly affect me, and and it will directly affect uh, the common – everyday
0: person that goes to get their car fixed if it continues let me ask you let me ask you a question how how much time do you think has to go by before you start to see that effect coming into the system well let me explain
1: exactly how much time it's going to take we've been following the uaw strike so that we can keep people updated on it and it uh kind of blossoms. that It's a strategically planned strike. Nothing I've ever seen before. There was a strike five years ago that wasn't even like this. It's strategically planned this time, and they're knocking out a section at a time very uh, meticulously to make the most impact on the economy. Now, let me explain. You asked me how long before you see effects. Well, they, uh, the strike's been going on for a couple of weeks, but last Friday, Bob, after we got off the air, they uh, effectively struck the pot, the distribution plants. That is, the parts warehouses that store all the parts for the dealers. When a dealer needs a part, and of course his deple- depleted stock in his uh, own personal dealership. Uh, he's got to call the warehouse and they're going to deliver it to him well <clears throat> they went into strike mode on the uh, trying to think how this goes the distribution warehouses struck last Friday Monday morning a lot of the dealerships for at least Chevrolet and Chrysler were not getting any parts haven't gotten any all week not a single delivery hmm. so how how fast is it going to affect pretty quick now let me explain so you're not I, I just want to tell you everything that I know and I will keep you updated every week but <clears throat> right now Bob once the dealers run uh, run out of a part that they need for a customer's car they will usually exchange or make a deal with another dealership a local dealership where they can get the parts that they need and they can sell parts to the other deal you know they exchange.
0: Mm, Uh, Right,
1: You know, inventory Well Now that there's a strike And nobody's getting anything They're fighting for these parts It's not like they're voluntarily Exchanging parts anymore
0: It's every man for himself We're not playing nice Right. So (laughs) this is a
1: lot more serious than you think Simply because If your car is in the shop for repairs If you're the person that goes to the dealership And your car is in there And they can't get a part for it Uh, I wouldn't look to have your car fixed anytime soon because it doesn't look like they're going to be getting any parts. Now, I've called and talked with all three of the major uh, dealerships that I deal with. And the insight that I have is that Ford has not had any problems yet. However, they're expecting it as soon as Monday. Chrysler and General Motors are having serious issues. They're not getting any deliveries. Now, there is what we call inventory that was backordered for, say, a car that they needed a part for, and they ordered it last week before the strike. Well, they're not sure about those parts, whether they're going to get them or not, because as of last Friday when they went on strike, they try to call, and there's no answer. There's nobody there. Okay. Oh, to talk to right right about am i going to get the part that i ordered 10 days ago that had to come from Detroit and you know there's nobody there so my uh what what i've heard is they're trying to get some of the higher administration people which if you can see this happening i mean i guess they're going to have to do something but some of the uh, white collar people the administration uh is going to come down and actually start to do the warehouse thing, if possible. <laughs> now, think of how that's going to work, first of all, even if they do it. It's not going to be very efficient. Those people do not know what they're doing when they get down to that level. So I anticipate a parts shortage that's already occurring uh, occurring, and will only get worse the more time that the UAW stays on strike, especially with the parts warehouses, because those parts are going to be that the dealers are struggling over right now. All the dealers in Dallas that are trying to buy a part for this car or whatever, eventually all their inventory is going to be depleted. And I don't think it's going to take more than a week or 10 days.
0: OK, so let's, let's look at it from both sides, from the auto workers that are striking i mean how how long can they put the vice grip on the 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 companies and still i guess feed their families right me, yes, correct. How long can they
1: hold out? Well, let me tell you that the union uh will supply them with some backup money, okay, and will help them, but remember this strike is unlike any I've ever seen because it's taking certain strategic hits here and there and taking out and the only way I can explain it is it's a very effective strategic hit they're they're marking places that are going to make the most impact on the economy and it's not just that it's not this is unlike we've ever seen it's not general motors it's not ford it's not Solantis Chrysler—it's everybody. It's all three at the same
0: time, and it's pretty serious. And as of have today, you ever, have you ever? Did you say that this first time ever that that's been that way?
1: First time we've ever struck all three of the majors at the same time.
0: So, if you got if you from a, from a, a, a automobile deal, from a company standpoint, I mean, I, I don't think. I would imagine that there's no way that they could say, "Oh, sure, all your demands, we'll will will finally give in to them." I mean, it would probably can't afford it, right?
1: Right. I think the from what I hear, anyway. Now, I'm not uh, really up on the demands and everything they want, but they want some unreasonable. Uh, you know, uh, they're 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 asking for. Yeah. Some unreasonable requests.
0: Very unreasonable. So
1: I don't know about that part of it. But I do know this, that when you fall behind uh, like one week, you think if they went off strike tomorrow and everything started back in Monday that they're going to catch up in a week. No, that's not how it works. Right now, it's already going to be a month before they can catch up. And today, at 11 o'clock our time, They struck another 2,500 workers and another section of plants. I'm not sure which ones. I didn't have time to follow up on it today, but I know that the SUV plant in Dearborn, or maybe not Dearborn, wherever it is, the uh, Buick Envoy and the Chevy Traverse, whatever plant that is, they're on strike now. So they're taking those SUVs off the market. You know until this strike is over it's funny to me bob and it's really ironic we went through covid and me as a personal uh entrepreneur who's trying to make a living in the industry the automotive industry all i'm asking for is here's what's wrong with the car the customer says okay go for it all i need is the part well we went through covid a lot of times you could not get the parts.
0: And if you could, they were six weeks. Hold that thought. This is Bob Brooks. You are listening to the special Car Corner edition of Prudent Money. one 913 We'll be right back. The
1: word for today is excited to announce the new official online home for the ministry of Pastor Chuck Smith and K. Smith. PastorChuck.org. At PastorChuck.org, you'll have instant access to thousands of hours of verse-by-verse teaching by Pastor Chuck Smith from Genesis through Revelation, and full access to special messages on subjects such as prophecy and much, much more. Also at PastorChuck.org, a full library of great teachings by Kay Smith, and a section where you can read some of Pastor Chuck's books online, all free of charge. So visit the new official online home of The Word for Today and the ministry of Pastor Chuck and K. Smith.
0: PastorChuck.org God's unending faithfulness. That's our subject this week on Through the Bible with Dr. J. Vernon McGee. Together we'll discover the depths of God's goodness and devotion to each of us. And we'll learn to enter His presence with joy and thanksgiving. I'm Steve Schwetz and I'll be holding open the doors of the Bible bus as you hop aboard. Listen daily 6:30 p.m. on Bible School Radio 913. I'm John Monroe and Monday on the Verdict we're returning to our series in Revelation and beginning our final study on chapters 15 through 22. Our Lord Jesus Christ is coming back and he's coming back soon. We're learning more about God's prophetic calendar. Join us as we study this fascinating book, Monday,
1: on The Verdict. The Verdict, weekday mornings at 10.30, here on Bible School Radio, KDKR.
0: Welcome back, this is Bob Brooks, and you are listening to the Special Car Corner edition of Prudent Money. Oh, boy. I got Tony Joe in here with me today, and uh, you just just never know what we're going to talk about during the break. (laughs) But anyway, you were saying about. I was
1: trying to point out what I see as a possible. Uh, you know, um, I don't know why I can't talk today. I can't even think. I'm tired. A possible scenario—that's the word I'm looking for. Look, uh, the right now it's really affecting the dealers. Uh, maybe not Ford so much, but. I believe that's coming pretty quick. So now let's say the dealers are having a lot of trouble getting parts for their cars. They can't get your car back fixed because they can't get the parts they need. What do you do? Well, there's not a lot you can do. You could get aftermarket parts, which are around and plentiful for now. But what I see is without the dealers being able to take this huge chunk of repair business and all of a sudden it is overflowing onto the independents there's going to be a problem with aftermarket parts probably aren't going to be able to keep up with the demand okay I can see that sure. coming now depending on how long the strike lasts and how effective they keep uh ramping this thing up which is what they're doing uh I can see where eventually you're going to have a depletion of all auto parts, even the aftermarket ones. And in a time when we were, I was explaining, we we dealt with COVID. Uh, it was hard to navigate through that little episode. Then we had to deal with uh, what happened in Taiwan with the chip shortages. Had new cars rolling off the assembly line, but nobody could get the chips for them, so they just sat in a parking lot until we could get some of the chips, which we're still not all the way complete with that yet. So we got a used car market that went through the roof because new cars weren't available. Now, we got all these used cars, okay? Mm, Now we're not going to be able to get parts for them, okay? I can see that scenario. Hopefully I'm wrong. I don't want that to be the case, but it's all going to depend on how long this strike lasts. So the people that are listening right now and it doesn't affect you right now, it is a prudent thing to keep in mind, to keep your eye on this strike, to watch how long it lasts and how far it's going to ramp up, because it's never going to get any better than it is right now this afternoon, unless it ends, but it will only ramp up worse and worse and worse. And I got to hand it to the UAW. This is a well thought out, well planned, strategically hit the economy in the most effective ways possible. So somebody thought this through pretty good. And it has all three majors involved. That's never happened before. So it's a little more serious than most people are aware of at this time. What I see is it getting worse and worse and worse and of course I'm on top of it so you don't have to I'll keep you informed but you know it's not something to take lightly and then with the government shut down and all the other problems we have life's a joy life's a joy you
0: know she's talking about strategically how they did this It's, it's interesting to me did they look far enough ahead and say okay the government probably will get shut down how can we make this even worse a situation for for uh, for America? And you know the the thing is, this isn't isn't hurting Ferrari owners and Porsche owners and Mercedes owners. Mm-hmm. This is hurting the heartbeat of America. It's
1: hurting us. That's the problem. It's you know we are the ones being affected by it. Although I will say a lot of countries that we export to, and you know, there, it will impact other countries. Not. Necessarily, as significantly as it's going to affect us, but it will have an impact around the globe yeah.
0: is so far anything that they've done is that uh, besides besides parts wise is, is how much has that slowed down the new production of uh, automobiles
1: well of course, Bob, uh, because they're not shutting everything down at once so that there's not a new car being built in America that's not happening yet uh, they're they're
0: They may not even need to get to that point. They may not, because what they're doing
1: is they're shutting down certain factories for various reasons, and it's very hard to put this puzzle together. I can't put it together completely myself, but I do understand what they're attempting to do. And I need more information myself. I don't want to speak out of—if I I can't speak to that, I'm not even going to comment on it, but— this puzzle is kind of hard to put together, but I can tell you right now it's well thought out and well planned and now apparently being well executed.
0: So let me ask you, let me ask you this, are you seeing a are you seeing a, a part that cost $40 now cost 60 or you're not seeing anything like Actually, that? Actually,
1: I am not seeing yet. Are you
0: surprised?
1: No, but this just happened, Bob. It it happens quickly. Next week we could be talking about prices that have doubled. I don't know, but it happens fast. So
0: if if you if you can't, okay, the the regular channels are shut down. You go to the aftermarket, and uh, you could get some kind of sketchy quality, maybe not as good as the the uh, the, the, the brand name. What about uh, junkyards? And I mean, do you as as a owner of a, uh, as a mechanic, do you do you start going and searching?
1: Certainly. You do any, anything you can. You reach for any possibility sometime because you you don't... I don't like to use the, you know, used parts like that. I mean, uh, but sometimes if that's the only option you have so that this person can have their car back and be, make it functional, then, yeah, you go to that extreme too.
0: And, and so, so how many... Uh, Percentage-wise, do you think this will get to to where uh, a situation where you know I can't drive my car, I'm, I'm shut down? Versus, oh, you can drive your car until the park comes in.
1: Yeah, and you can't. I can't give you a prediction on that. Really, that would be very difficult to do. But I will tell you, the difference between COVID and the supply line shortages that we had. It, remember, Bob, a lot of people weren't working during COVID. So they didn't need their cars. They were working from home. Right, sure. And this is going to be a completely different scenario. That's why as a person who's interested in it as I am uh, because of my, uh, you know, my vocation, I, that's what I do, uh, it's kind of – I don't want to say scary. Scary is not the word, uh, but we'll navigate through uncharted waters again. Just like we did with COVID, it's just can't get a break. It's yeah. like wow, can't things just
0: ever go back to normal for a while? So, so you have all of our politicians tied up in in this ridiculous situation with the government shutting down and everything, and you got our president. Well, I'm just curious about this. I hate to bring politics into it, but uh, this just it. I thought it was wildly inappropriate. Number one, number to two, to pick it. To pick it. I, I thought, and then I thought. When's the last time we saw that happen? I can't. I you know it, it that that just didn't seem appropriate. Yeah,
1: I don't think that that helped any of the strike situation
0: at all. I think it just made it worse. And we're talking about uh, President Biden joining the uh, the uh, striking workers and at the picket line.
1: Fortunately, he was only on. He was only out there for about. I think they said 80 seconds. So that's a good thing. <laughs> Oh boy Okay, I, it's just not Bob. I know what you mean. It just that was that did not help the situation. You know, if
0: you want to go down there and help with the negotiations, which I don't know how much of help you'd be, but if that that is appropriate to pick a side I don't think that's what you do.
1: Well, you know, the last time this strike five years ago, the government did get directly involved and put their foot down and said, "You're going to do this, and your guys
0: are going to do that and that's and it. and I think that they should because. They shouldn't be able to hold the country hostage, and that's that's basically what they're doing. In
1: our automotive industry is such a large huge, section of the economy huge. that it's almost unbelievable that this is happening to me. Uh, not to me, but happening to us. Uh, to me, it's unbelievable. That's what I meant. To me, it's unbelievable so this you, is happening.
0: As of, as of today, are you... In a situation where you're having to tell people, I can't get your part.
1: No, so as of yet, no. So I you're not, not
0: there. How long do you think it would take before that potentially does happen,
1: Bob? You know, the problem with answering that questions is today they put another ding in the strike, and I got to follow up to see how much that's going to impact us next. And I really don't know all the information. I've been busy, and you know, I'll I'll sort it out tonight when I get home. But it. Every answer that you want from me, or that you're asking me, depends on what happens in the next five or six days. Uh, what are they going to do next? What are they going to ramp it up to? Who is it going to affect? Is it going to be the parts distribution, or is it going to be, you know, the Arlington auto plant? Who knows? So it's really, really, uh, really upsetting. To try to even
0: predict anything—it's nothing I've ever seen. You know, it's interesting. Back to the whole deal about the government shutting down—and and boy, that really—they've—they've they've got all the politicians are, are preoccupied, not even thinking about this this situation. I think. You're talking about how strategically this was put together. Mm-hmm. Boy, somebody really did think through that. They did, Bob. I, mean, I have to admit. That's pretty impressive. Yeah,
1: it is. It's it's pretty cool the way they're doing it. Not that I want, mm-hmm. but it's it's pretty
0: impactful. Well, hopefully they'll figure it out. This is Bob Brooks. If you got a question for me, please go to the website at prudentmoney.com and send it in because we are all out of time. Till we do meet again next time, keep the faith and have a great rest of the day.